Well, hey there. This is Jim and Reagan. And I was just thinking. So, we are out for our normal morning walk today. Today is Sunday. So it's going to be a quiet day today. Not a lot planned. And it is a glorious mid-fall morning. So, sun's out. There's that crisp feel in the air. I think we're in the mid to upper 30s right now. As a matter of fact, you give me a second here. Hey, Reagan, hold on a sec. Just let Daddy do something really quickly here. There we go. Daddy can put on his his glove for his right hand so I can continue to dictate into my phone for this show without freezing my hand off but unfortunately I have I have old technology iPhone so it requires a requires a finger press I can't just point it at my face and make it do stuff maybe we'll do that uh, after Christmas but uh, you know maybe we won't who knows? But there it is. So, as I mentioned, glorious day, beautiful day, out for a nice little walk, which has been my my exercise, I suppose, of choice for the past two two and a half weeks. I know some people who follow me on this this podcast follow me other places like Strava or Garmin Connect. And I've probably noticed that uh, there hadn't been a whole lot of running showing up with my name attached to it. So figured I would somewhat explain that to you today. So... So just prior to my marathon, and I mean just prior, I mean, we're talking about day I was supposed to hop in a car and travel to Greenville to go do what would have been my 24th marathon, if I remember correctly, 24th marathon state and 38th marathon overall. I woke up with a health concern. Now, no, folks, I'm not going to get into the gory details. I do believe there's a thing called oversharing. And particularly since I'm talking to people who I might not know, not going to go there. I know there's some people who like to just, you know, bear their soul to the entire world. And if that's you, then that's you. But it's not me. Um, and more of the social media is supposed to be your highlight reel. Alright. I don't need this to be my therapist. Or, or my priest that I confess to. So I have I have other outlets for that stuff. 
So we're just going to leave it that had a health issue show up, which made travel a bad idea. And it has now made running an impossibility. Hopefully, I have good news, though. I was waiting until I had some good news. Hopefully, this coming Wednesday, after I have a visit with my physician, um, I will be able to return to running. But for right now, you know, just got to kind of take it easy. So, you know, these things happen when you get older. So, I guess you just have to plan for it, but... I knew at some point I was going to come out here and uh, at least give a partial explanation. Because I feel a partial explanation is warranted. But it will stay a partial explanation for the reasons I've just stated. So anyway, I've ended up basically becoming a walker for two and a half weeks. So there it is. It's been fine. I don't mind the walk. At least I get to get outside and move around. You know, it's definitely not as as active as I'd like to be. You know, I basically went from somebody who probably walked 15 to 20 miles a week and ran 40 uh, to somebody who probably walks maybe 15 miles a week. Maybe not even that many uh, a couple weeks ago. So, so yeah, it was a it was a shock to the system. No, no, no argument there. But uh, you know, hopefully, fingers crossed, everything goes the way it's supposed to on uh, on Wednesday. I'll have a uh, I'll have a happier submission for you uh, the following weekend after a run so so we'll see we'll see but so that's the quick update if in case you were wondering why so many walks and no runs Jim well now you at least sort of know so there it is but the other thing that was on my mind probably more importantly for this particular show kind of the idea of how do we make changes when life tells us you got to make them you know they're usually never seamless because you know when life tells you you have to make a change it's usually not something that you would have you would have chosen for yourself so you know there's a little bit of the uh a little bit of the Kubler-Ross stages of grieving that you got to go through, even if you just go through it rather rapidly, you know, which, you know, and depending upon what the issue is, I mean, to a problem, in this case, a much lesser extent, so, but, uh, but yeah, so, I had to figure out, okay, well, you know, one of the things that I use to define myself is that as a runner, and, you know, I know that, uh, you know, at some point that's going to stop. Um, and uh, I'm going to have to, uh, you know, have some other descriptive words to define myself. 
because I won't be able to use that one anymore. But, uh, but even still, you know, you have to figure out how to, how to make that transition. So, so I guess I throw that out first as a question to you, you know, what kinds of things do you do to help yourself make that transition? Certainly the thing that I have found that at least works the best for me and it works for lots of other things besides just this is basically just to become hyper-focused on today. I find it's probably pretty easy, certainly for me, and I would assume this is a human condition, to... uh, to dwell on things that you used to have, that you wished you could do today, but you cannot. And uh, that's not very beneficial. There's just nothing that good that comes from that. And there's no power in that, in, that, uh, in that time, you know? The past is the past. It is what it is. There it is. Uh, of course, you can also spend your time, you know, ignoring today and you know, furiously hoping for tomorrow when, you know, whether magically or not, you know, will be so much better, right? And of course, there's no power in that decision-making either because, of course, tomorrow is not a reality because it hasn't happened. And, of course, tomorrow is going to appear the way it does based on what you do today. So, I found that I've literally just had to go into absolute hyper-focus into uh, into every single day. And that's all we're focused about. We're focused about getting through today. That's it. Alright? And, uh, again, not trying to be over-dramatic with this. But I think that works for any kind of a change that you weren't planning on making and maybe don't want to make. But, you know, life says, at least for temporary time period, you have to make. So, just hyper-focus on it. Well, let me tell you some of the positive benefits I've noticed from doing that. First thing... Pardon the sniffles, it is chilly out here, so it means my nose is going to drip, and I'm going to have to have a little bit of a sniffle, and since I'm recording everything that's coming out of my mouth, you're going to hear said sniffle, so apologize in advance for the, the sniffles, so, but some positives actually come from this, um, it is hard, let's just say, to not notice what you have if you are hyper-focused on today. That's probably the biggest positive right there, all right? Yeah, I can't run right now, but I can walk. I can breathe. (laughs) I can eat. You know, I can pay my mortgage. I can still look at my lovely wife and walk my beautiful dog, you know, and when you hyper-focus on today, it's hard to, uh, to miss all that. Whereas if you're, you know, 
dreaming about the future or longing for the past, it's easy to miss those things that you have right here, right now. So that's probably the biggest one right there. But also fine, if you're hyper-focused on today, you tend to get a lot more stuff done. You know? It is amazing to me how much time I have probably frittered away either getting nostalgic about something or furiously planning for something that, you know, isn't going to happen anytime soon. You know, and I'm not saying you should be against planning. Obviously, you want to have a plan for things that happen so that when they happen, you're ready for them. You know, there's a little bit, a little bit of that certainly makes some sense. But I am a hyper planner. You know, I'm one of those people that I want to have every possible angle covered so that no matter what happens... I have a ready plan to go. So if this happens, I do this. If this happens, I do this. Um, That's been my personality. It's what I do when I'm at work. Um, And considering, you know, I'm in healthcare, it's actually a good thing to have in healthcare. So, you know, you're ready for any kind of a surprise because obviously a surprise involves somebody else's health. So, you know, it's good to have answers when things happen that you didn't plan on. Well, that you were hoping wouldn't happen you did plan for in case they did so you know it's a strength there but you know like anything else if it goes too much to an extreme it starts to become a bit of a liability it becomes a bit of a boat anchor and then you miss stuff that's going on right now so so yeah so I've actually found I've gotten a lot more reading done and uh, lots of other things around the house that I was was planning on doing not like a whole lot of um, heavy lifting kind of stuff because obviously if I can't run I'm not doing any heavy lifting right now so those projects have to take a take a, a little bit of a holiday as well but but yeah just you know, just feel a bit more productive. So, regardless of what happens on Wednesday, I definitely think I've had a life lesson here that is going to benefit me moving forward. And that's always a good thing, you know? We're always going to face challenges in life, And the important thing is that you find a way to deal with, manage, and integrate. Here's the big word out of it. Integrate that challenge into your life. So, so, rather than it being an obstacle, it becomes an opportunity to do something else and I have certainly found that when you stop looking at it as an obstacle and start looking at it as an opportunity for other things your whole perspective 
does a 180. And uh, yeah, the whole thing just becomes a lot more tolerable. So, you know, whereas it might have been hard to envision that before you, uh, you did the work to put yourself mentally in a good place to deal with it. So that's the main thing I wanted to pass on. So hopefully that information is something you can use in your own lives to improve them um, or at the very least, you know, to make any challenges that you're going through right now that much more um, tolerable, make you more effective in dealing with them. Um, and, uh, you know, just basically improve your quality of life. one of those, all right, I just dealt with this thing that I'm dealing with. How do we use this to benefit other people rather than just be a pity party for me? So hopefully I have checked that box off and I have done what I set out to do. And I found a way to make this a life lesson and some helpful information for somebody listening to this rather than just uh, letting this devolve into a pity party for me so there it is that's all I have this is long enough um, I will very very shortly take a sharp left turn into rambling at this point so I think we'll stop right here I'm going to go ahead and Stop, literally stop right here, Reagan. I have to go ahead and do the opposite of what I did before because I can't stop this with my glove on. I need, I need fingers. I need a real finger to stop this. You might say in order to stop this recording, I have to give my phone the finger. Or you might not say that, but since I've already said it, well, I guess it's out there, isn't it? No taking it back now. So, all right, folks. That's it for me and Reagan. Have a good rest of your day. Be well. Focus on today. And when I have something else to share, I will share it. Take care. Who's a good puppy, huh? Who's a good puppy?